Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to The Froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break. For the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Shan Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is. <laughs> the Froth. Yesterday's non news today. There is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Zoo pandas too comfy for sex. Oh, too comfy for sex. I know how they feel. <laughs> James Acaster smashes Sean in a panda quiz. Boom. Sounds dodgy. Yeah, he really does. Bizarre flat has squat toilet in kitchen. That's right, you heard a toilet in the kitchen. Sausage vending machines booming in Germany. You heard. <laughs> and I love ocelots. Oh, yeah, Barry. And Barry reveals his new favourite animal is an ocelot. Yes, Barry Castagnola, in his late 40s, has a favourite animal. And those are the headlines. This is episode 39 of The Froth. Our special guest this week is James Acaster. And for this episode, we have a special exclusive clip only available on our YouTube channel. James and I discuss our various beefs on Taskmaster and some behind-the-scenes shenanigans that didn't make the Taskmaster edit. There's loads of other videos on the YouTube channel and also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, blah, 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 all that nonsense. This is the uh, Froth Podcast. Welcome to the show, Sean Harris, Barry Castagnoli, as usual. And our very special guest, relaxing, recumbent, on a (laughs) fine, fine couch of, uh, I'm going to say, what material is that, Sean? Uh, Sack, is it? Sack? (laughs) What is it, James? (laughs) No, like a kind of... um, Sack! What's what's (laughs) that in English? It's better than sack, look at it. You know what I mean? It's soft cotton. Do you know what, I don't actually know what material this is. Maybe it's a cross between sack and cotton, I'll give you that. (laughs) Can you just check before we start recording, Mr James Acaster, could you just start, uh, check that it's fire retardant, because the last thing we want here on the froth, which is supposed to be light-hearted, is you going up in a thing of flames in the middle of it. And then we have yeah, to. No, we have to pad. Asked me to check that before uh, we start recording. Actually, just check that everything around me is fire retardant. I, I believe it is. Is it? I mean, you look like you look like a man who is 
so relaxed. You look like you're confident in the... Yeah. You look like the, you're on top of the fire regulations yeah. in your house. Yeah, yeah. Well, re- well, relaxed people are either completely across the fire regulations <laughs> or haven't even bothered to think about them, aren't they? That's one of the two. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this, yeah, uh, James A. Caster, so. uh, to embarrass you. One of the finest comics of a generation, of any generation. Not embarrassing. Not embarrassing. I love it. No. <laughs> Do you love all that? I mean, when I say one of the finest comics of this or any other generation, I am assuming you haven't lost it during the pandemic, of course. This is the thing. Who knows? I, I have no idea. <laughs> I haven't done a gig since 2019. Have you? I might have absolutely lost it. Have you not done a gig since 2019? No. Wow. Wow. I'll tell you what, Rod, and I think you'll be able to empathise with this. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you? Are you? Are you not missing it? Have you? Because I nope. and I don't ask that in like a surprise way because I'm sure. not one of these comedians. I had a break for six years and I did not miss mm. it. One jot. You didn't miss it at all. Not at all. No. Not at all. Not one day. No. I don't think you want yeah. to be a comic. <laughs> no, that's, another, that's for another podcast. Yeah. Was <laughs> it? No, it's not. I'm, I'm loving it. All I mean, right, let's have it now. It's really relevant. Let's have it now. I've always had a love-hate relationship with stand-up. I'm always such a nervous wreck on yep. TV and on stage and everything else I do. So, so panicked and so nervous everything that, that I kind of hate it as much as I enjoy it. So I didn't miss it one yep. jot, no. But yeah. I thought you were... I mean, some people, clearly, they, they have that... They want to be on stage all the time. They live for it and they would be missing it terribly after two years away, but not you. Mm. No, I'm the same as you. Uh, absolutely love-hate stuff with it. Uh, except I wasn't aware that I was nervous all the time. Um, I was in denial about it and told myself that um, that feeling was actually excitement and I couldn't wait to get on stage. It was actually, it was my body telling me to run away. <laughs> Sean, when you were doing, cause like, when you, you, you were doing sketch, weren't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, did yeah. you hate that and never want to do it again? I had to convince myself. <laughs> and it, Well, yeah. I mean, every day after it finishes, you think that was amazing. That's so good. But I think it's the ending of it that you enjoy so much. The fact that you've done it and you've proved to yourself again that you could do it. Uh, and you're, not, you're not a shit. Yeah, but that moment, that moment is three seconds long before I go, oh, God, I've <laughs> oh got another one to do it again tomorrow or next Friday. That, that yeah. fleeting moment, I thought, f*** it's over. Doesn't last till I'm barely in the wings of a theatre before that kicks in again. I think um, Henry Packer said. <laughs> Why the are we same doing thing? this fucking podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Henry Packer said the same thing. Henry Packer said uh, mm. every time he has a gig, a massive part of him just hopes and prays that somebody's going to phone up and say the gig is off. Even I, when he like, yeah. and he Listen, says like, "Yeah, I'll drive back to." I used to. I mean, that, I mean, I used to say that all the time when I, when I was, you know, a sort of. Uh, uh, more of an open spot where you would, you know, you do, you're working 60 hours a week in an office and then you drive to Leeds for five yeah. pounds on a Wednesday night and get home at three o'clock in the morning. I was, I mean, if there was less than 10 people in the room, I would actively try and persuade the promoter to cancel the gig, even though I've just driven four hours to get there and had a four hour round trip back, <laughs> actively trying to work on them to manipulate them to cancel the gig. It wasn't worth going ahead. See, I was the opposite <laughs> of that. When I, when I had a full time job and I was doing stand up, I would hope that my full-time job got cancelled every day. Um, and I was really on the, on the way to do that. With like, oh, I hope there's been a flood or, so, or, or a fire. Who knows? That's when I really wished for a fire at work. Um, and, then, uh, and then I'd go to the gig in the evening. And I'd be like, please let there be an audience. Otherwise, my entire day has been an absolute shambles. A waste of time, depressing, fucking uh, shit show of a day. You know, you know, the, extreme, you know the extreme of that the, the, and, the, and the total opposite of, uh, of the people who hope it's cancelled? And you must have heard this story about the... Uh, about the open spot who, uh, I won't mention his name, but it was a, it was a guy who drove to uh, a competition 
and uh, it was a £50 prize. The, the open spot guy, uh, he gets to the uh, the venue and for whatever reasons, weather or, or, or people just couldn't be bothered, uh, there were no other acts and there was only a, a very small audience. And the, the guy running the competition at the pub said, well, look, there's no one else here, so you can just have your £50. And he went, no, no, I've come, I've come I want to perform. And the guy's like, you really don't have to. There's no one else here. Don't worry about it. And he's going, no, no, I want there's £50. No, no, I, I want to perform. I want to do it. So he performs, oh, dies on his ass, God. and the bloke goes, I'm not paying you for that. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, that is a, what a lovely way to lead us into our first frothy story. If you haven't heard the froth, uh, James, what we do is I will uh, offer up to you for your delectation three frothy stories. At the end of it, you choose the, which one was the biggest waste of time. They'll all waste Great. your time, just which is the biggest. <laughs> Rosie, can you get off my foot so I can move? Thank you. Right, who's that? Who's Rosie? Um, Rosie's oh. our dog. <laughs> a lodger? Not resident uh, <laughs> woman. <laughs> yeah. uh, so here it is. Here's your first one. Okay. You ready? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for doing this, James. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, love. We really appreciate it. We've established we don't, don't know why any of us do it. We're all <laughs> yeah. We all hate well, it. I, hate the whole thing. Well, actually, we didn't ask Barry uh, about how much he hates oh, it. I'll tell you why. Barry James absolutely it. ripped it with a, with a story. So I think <laughs> one of us is happy. James, let me tell you why I didn't ask Barry. It's because Barry, the moment the moment they wiped his forehead of placenta, he was performing and he loved it. <laughs> he was at, he was on stage. That was a weird he act. Was, <laughs> he was on stage from the moment he was born. Yeah. He loves it. Yeah. He loves it. Look at his little face. Baz, you do, you're Barry a natural born performer. Take, it, take it or leave it. I think you were one of the first ten comics I saw live, Barry. Really? Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? Uh, Where and when? I think, I think it was in Kettering. Uh, oh, sometimes mate. acts would come to Kettering and do. There was a couple of small gigs in Kettering that, like, Laughing Horse put on, or uh, this was this was like a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember been, Barry? Yeah. You died in your ass, and the guy said, "I'm not paying you for that." <laughs> <laughs> That's why I didn't name him. <laughs> my, my friend, yeah, I think you I'm called him. My, my, my friend went to this gig. I've got a friend, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what are the first who are the other who are the other nine James so I got into stand up kind of comparing for my mate who was putting on a gig and didn't have anyone to do it and thought that compares don't have to be comedians and so like I would compare for people that I wasn't I didn't know how I didn't know Simon Munnery was like a legend so I was just like yeah I'm just introducing this this guy whoever he is <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and then like that is very the old excitement. Mike Belgrave oh gosh yes Mike Belgrave God, these yeah. are some I did a journey once with Mike, uh, Mike Belgrave, um, miles away, and he did the weirdest thing that's ever... You know, you've had some weird car journeys over the years, yeah. but he did a thing where he just pulsed his foot on the accelerator the whole journey. <laughs> so you were just, like, jerking <laughs> forward. And, and I went, after ages, I just went, I just... Um, how, how, can we, how can we do that? And he just went, I've always driven like this. <laughs> conversation. Yeah, not, not an answer, is it? Why do you do that? Always done it. What? I, I had a very long so car weird. journey with Mike Belgrave when I was an open spot. And it was me, Mike Belgrave, Broderick Chow and Michael Grabelny. Now, I know that the two guys in the back of the car, Chow and Grabelny, have definitely quit by now. Uh, Belgrave, I'm not sure. Haven't seen them in a while. Uh, and me, uh, I, I wish I'd quit so bad. So, you know, what a car. But um, we went all the way to Taunton. Can I just ask Rear very quickly, very quickly, London. is Belgrave driving yeah. and pumping the throttle? 
Oh yeah, he's pumping it. Uh, so we're 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 juddering all the way to tour to London. Um, Belgrave refusing to directly answer any questions. And we get to Taunton, brew house. So it's a long journey. Yeah. But we're having such a nice chat. Belgrave's just been able to quit his job uh, and is going full-time comedy. And uh, the other three of us, we haven't done that yet. We're all asking about it. It's a really nice car journey. We're all enthusiastic about stand-up. And then we get to the Taunton brew house and we get out the car and um, it's closed. And none of the staff are there, and the lights are out, and the building's locked. No. And we find the promoter, and he tells us, "Oh yeah, I, I pulled that. Uh, I, I forgot to tell you guys." And then we turned round, and an entire audience showed up, and we we're in the car park. They haven't been told either. And <laughs> we were just all locked out of the venue, and we just had to tell them, "Oh yeah, it's cancelled." So we were the ones who had to break it to them, and then they oh got annoyed. Oh my god! And then we just drove home in silence. I remember. <laughs> Driving home in silence. There's the four of us. And I didn't live in London yet. I lived in Kevin still. Yeah, oh, yeah. No. And so like I stayed up on Belgrave's sofa. Just sleeping now. I was like, I've just travelled from my house to sleep on a stranger's sofa in London. This is the but that, see, for me, that as an open spot, You'd that would have been my ideal gig. That would have been the yeah. perfect. Been really I love the fact that the audience was there. All the yeah. acts, all the acts were there. The promoters that you were all there in the car park. James. Nobody had the initiative to just put on the gig in the car Why park. Why didn't you just do the gig? Exactly. You because could have just that performed. felt bleaker. That felt bleaker. I hate ah. that blitz spirit shit. Oh, let's all do it. Just do the gig in the car park for everyone and all like absolutely die in our holes in the car park. I'd rather get home, please, and yeah. watch Mike Belgrave smoke a joint on his balcony. <laughs> How does he do that? Does he do that weird as well? Yeah, yeah, he does it. His little, little, little stuttered little puffs that he takes. <laughs> I've always done it like this. Well, to be fair, most people smoke like that. It's very rare you see somebody put put yeah. a doobie in their mouth pump- and just inhale it all the way down to the bottom in one go. That's probably why he drives like that, actually. He, yeah, you, it balances. Rod, it have you never seen Cheech and Chong? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh so, your first story. Here it yeah, comes. Sorry, you've got, yes. you have got a format to this podcast. <laughs> it's loose. It's very, it's very loose. tight. It's just, an, it's just a nice catch-up for me. It's a very tight It's a very tight format. Zoo pandas. I'm not sure this one should even be on the froth. It's quite a good story, this. It's quite important. Uh-huh. Uh, zoo pandas, too comfy for sex. Right. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Right. Pandas, it says, are too lazy to mate in captivity as their enclosures are so comfortable, a study has found. Right. Experts fear that may be putting the endangered species at risk. In the wild, the bears thrive in habitat that is only 80% suited to them. So they have to move around to find a mate. Ah, is that why then? But zoos have created perfect surroundings for them, meaning they are content to stay put. That's the problem. Zoos are creating too perfect a habitat. But how are they going to make their habitat a little bit shit? Mm. Just I don't like, know, you'd what? have to just inconvenience Break the pandas the slightly. <laughs> Break the swing? Yeah. And so they go, oh, fuck this, we're after another swing. Let's go and have sex. Yeah, don't put there. enough bamboo, That's don't it. give them enough bamboo or, or, or whatever it is. Or... Yeah, if, I don't they're, know. if then... they're having too much of a good time <laughs> on the swing, on for the example, swing. as Sean yeah. said. And then, then the other one's like, fancy a shag? It's like, Sean's to be a fine thing. This swing is so good. <laughs> it might be like a sex swing like you'd find oh, in, a, in like a Barry. S&M club or something. Yeah. Well, yeah. fair enough. I mean, I don't have a go at Barry for that. He's just putting two parts of the story together. <laughs> Well, wow. there's a swing of the sex. I mean, come on. What is it? If, you, if you mentioned that out of nowhere earlier on when we were talking about open spots, I'd have a go in. But... 
thought I've got a panda quiz here to test your knowledge on pandas. James, okay. how much do you know about pandas? I mean, my the extent of my knowledge about pandas is everything that you've just told me. Yeah. And that's is it. it? <laughs> Barry, are you, sure. are you playing this quiz? No, no, I'll, 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 um, I'll, I can keep the score if you want. <laughs> well, I think I could have done that, mate. <laughs> real, real insight into Barry's family Christmases there. <laughs> okay, I, it's always an easy question first to get you on the board with the quizzes mm-hmm. on the froth. Uh, James would be glad to hear us. Just to get everybody on the board so everybody feels comfortable, yeah. everybody feels involved. Apart from yes. Barry, who's just doing his scores. <laughs> Yes. Do you want to get into a glitzy outfit, Barry? Or are you going to stay in your eye in that sweatshirt? No, I've, got, I've got a pen. Look I'm about to find a piece of paper. Okay. You find a piece of paper, producer. I'm up for it. He's all over it. He'll have a piece of paper any minute now. Here we go. Right, here we go. Brilliant. Come on then. I'm ready. Okay. Fingers, Panda quiz. fingers on buzzers. It starts to get everyone on the board. What lives in a, in a few mountain ranges in central China, mainly in Sichuan, but also in neighbouring Shanxi and Gansu? Pandas. Sean, James, you, this is how, James. you're going to have to be quicker, James. I didn't know we had to make buzzing noise with our mouths. Uh. And also, I felt like that was such a stupid question yeah. that it's just in feeling buzzing in would, would make me look like a competitive yeah. a competitive male. And I thought, let's shine up that one. Like why, why do you think me. I don't want to be involved? Yeah, yeah. So I suddenly see now. It's a trap. I've seen these quizzes before. Now, James, everybody who saw us on Taskmaster knows we can be a bit competitive. So Listen. <laughs> I, it, it, that was not being competitive. I just didn't like you <laughs> because an absolute difference. <laughs> that, that is that is different. That is, I'll take that, that is, one. Yeah, man, I'll take that. absolutely did my head in. Yeah. <laughs> awful man. <laughs> absolutely awful human being. Don't, don't get me wrong. It made for excellent television. I wouldn't have had it any other way. So I want to see that competitive side today, James. Okay. Right, Sean, you ready? Yeah. Competitive, you're one nil up. James isn't going to stand for that. No, I won't stand for that. <laughs> did you just put your hand on your hip, James? Yes. <laughs> yes, I did. Right, I'm in business. <laughs> Why, for many decades, the precise taxonomic classification? Don't worry too much about that at the moment. Of the giant Sounds like a pretty important part of the question. Yeah, does it come back in? <laughs> <laughs> It is, but don't worry about it too much. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. The precise taxonomic classification of the giant panda was under debate because it shares characteristics with both what and what? Buzz. James. Just, yeah. uh, <laughs> just a, a grizzly bear? I'll give you bears. One bears. point. One and point. And skunks. I tell you what. Might. It's close, but it's not right. <laughs> Really? A raccoon. panda. Raccoon is absolutely is right. Wow. Oh, my God. I would have said raccoon. If I was playing, yeah, I Barry, <laughs> Barry, you have the option Barry, to play. You can't have that. You can't just chip Barry, in now. You can't be that guy. No, you don't be that guy, Barry. You've let yourself down there. I'd have said raccoon. <laughs> absolutely ruined Boxing Day with that attitude, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> you really let yourself down there, but Barry. <laughs> another little insight into Barry's Christmas. <laughs> you can't be the I was going to say that. I, I would have said that. That's what I would have said. <laughs> I'm doing the scores. I'm giving myself a point anyway. Yeah, because I'm, I'm going to do the answers in my head and see how. I, see how yeah. I'm there. Barry, you bet. Don't. Um, you've got to fax that to me at the end. The scores. <laughs> yeah. Just, just on. Once I've got a fax machine, yeah. Just on the points. Um, they they said one each there. So mm-hmm. what we're we doing? Well, that's what is true. the scores so far? That's a shared by my, point. Well, by, well, because James James got bear. Yeah. Yes. And then Sean got raccoon. So yeah. we're going point each. Yeah. And Sean uh, already had a point. 
And Barry, yes. and, and you've got a bracketed sort of point there, even though you're not playing. Even though, you know, I mean, raccoons is a more impressive answer than bears, isn't it, really? Because I've got... Yeah, you led bears, me to, so like, you led me to raccoon. And especially, scouts. as you said, grizzly bear, which wasn't even really right. Actually, no. take James's point off, Barry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. James! <laughs> 2-0, Come on! <laughs> oh, it's all bubbling up again. I can feel it exploding. <laughs> okay, put these in ascending order. Hang on, wait. What? So what? The panda is related to the raccoon. No. Oh, they thought it was. Huh? They, they nearly. They, they just couldn't that. work out what a panda was or classify who, it. Who or put it in the right bit in the in the in the uh, encyclopedia because they've got. Is it a raccoon? Is it a bear? It's clearly a bear. Or is it but clearly a raccoon? Bet. It sounds like the first panda they found was like a, a panda cub. And they were like, what yeah. is this? And then eventually they're like, hold on, it's massive now. <laughs> it could be a yeah, giant. It's, it's, <laughs> it's like when that bloke sent the old duckbill platypus back from Australia and they thought it was a wind-up, didn't they? Mm-hmm. He sent it back to somewhere. Well, literally a wind-up. Like, oh, you've just... Well, they were like, you've just, you've just put a... A, a duck's bill on a otter. Really? Yeah. And, and they, they they didn't believe it. They thought it was a hoax. You've just yeah. glued a shoe to a to a stoat. I mean, it didn't help. Call, it didn't help calling it a duck bill platypus. No. <laughs> no. He wasn't doing himself any favors. On, on a related has. question, how, how do you make a how do you make a duck into a soul singer? Here we go. But how very? Um, uh, stick it stick it in the microwave until it's Bill Withers. <laughs> Have you never heard that? No. Have you never heard I've never heard it. Where did I'll tell you, you hear that? The insights we're getting into the insights into Barry's Christmas at the moment we're getting into. <laughs> I mean, that's, not from a, that's not from a cracker. <laughs> Put these in ascending order of size. A, a domestic house cat's tail. Right. A panda's tail. An average human penis. <laughs> Is this your made-up quiz? <laughs> you haven't no. got this off the internet, right? This isn't. I didn't make this up. Okay. Did it? Yeah. It's, no. It's, well, I think we have the right to know who did. Then this is. <laughs> this is since since we're short of zookeepers. This is the government's new test for foreign zookeepers coming in. Right. Yeah. It makes sense now. <laughs> Uncooked spaghetti. How much? Just one piece. Right. It's ascending order of length. <laughs> right, okay. <laughs> and a ruler. Standard ruler. Standard ruler. Standard ruler. In a... Okay. Okay. Up or down? I, mean, I can't remember. Ascending. Ascending, right, okay. Small... Here's what I'm going to say yeah. off the bat okay. before we even get into it. Okay. <laughs> That's too many things. Okay. <laughs> okay. How many things do you want? Also... I would I'm... say three things yes, would have three. been more reasonable. Okay. Five things, <laughs> also... one of which is a dick, is ridiculous. <laughs> Do you want the dick in the three or not the three? Also, no, no. We'll, we'll go with the five because that's the question. I don't okay. want to cut corners here. Okay, but like, I just think it's the stupidest question I've heard on any quiz ever. It depends on the size what? of the cat. Would, would three really help it out? I think three would make make it more make more sense of it being a question. Okay, <laughs> okay. Five put three. these put these in ascending size order. Okay, uh, panda's tail. A panda's tail. A dick. <laughs> <laughs> An average. An uncooked dish. spaghetti. Uncooked well, spaghetti for like on the top. I've put uncooked spaghetti because I wasn't sure if spaghetti got longer when you cook it. It can, it can <laughs> break. Well, it can break. Sure. It's stretchy, isn't it? So sorry, you've put un- uncooked spaghetti. I mean the <laughs> quiz. Sorry, this the is quiz. Your no, it's not my <laughs> quiz. It's not my quiz. I didn't write it. Of course it, it no. is. No, I printed um, it. I printed it off. Spaghetti at the top. Oh. Panda's tail at the bottom. Uh, and then ascending the order, others. please. 
Ascending. Yeah. Panda. Right. Ruler. The ruler's gone. Okay, you got rid of the ruler. Do you know the ruler's ruler is three? No, no, I, I, I'm, I'm keeping all five in it. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Panda, all five. Yeah. Ruler. Right. Is it normal ruler? <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Panda ruler. Ruler's bigger than, <laughs> ruler's smaller than the average dick. Thank you very much. Rod, my congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Sha- I mean, Shana's got a very skewed, skewed him. <laughs> Amazing. It's the same size as spaghetti, right? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, where's dick coming at the top? <laughs> <laughs> if Dick wins this, then okay, I, uh, I think that's the best. And we can scrap the, all the news stories and just ask Sean about we her, just talk her about history. The, the average. <laughs> yeah, Sean, if, you, if you're talking alphabetic spaghetti, maybe. <laughs> and, he's a, and he's a J. A little J. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So you're going panda's tail at the bottom. Panda's tail. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> what else is there again? Uh, there's a cat's okay. tail, there's a ruler, average, there's uncooked spaghetti, there's a dick. Penis, <laughs> average penis, ruler. <laughs> okay. Sp- cat's tail spaghetti. Okay. okay. What do you say, I would Dave? go. <laughs> Hang on, Barry, um, can you write those down, please? Tell me yours again. And then we'll go nearest. And we'll just call it a day. Then we'll hear the correct answer. And Barry will say that that was what he was going to say. And then we'll wrap the quiz up. <laughs> we all play them at home. We all do you do want it. them again, Barry? <laughs> yes, please. Panda, average hu- average man, <laughs> average man's penis, uh, ruler, cat's tail, spaghetti. Okay. James? I would go dick first. <laughs> yeah. I mean, panda's tail. <laughs> yeah. Then... Uh, spaghetti, ruler, cat's tail. <gasps> wow, Barry, any thoughts? I, I'd just swap around the um, <laughs> uh, the spaghetti and the uh, and the ruler. That's all. If it was me, okay. So I'd have the same as James. I'd go, I'd go dick, panda's you... <laughs> tail. <laughs> I just I just need to check something. I'll be back in a moment. Hold the fort. What are you I just doing? Need to check and get some he's going check for another wee. We know what he's doing. Though. He's either going for a wee or for, to get spaghetti. <laughs> he's going to bring his penis back toilet. into the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's going <laughs> to compare his dick to all of those items. He's got all of them somewhere in the house. In, in the same drawer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, Sorry, I don't James. know how this show usually goes. But... <laughs> oh, it's pretty much. This is standard. Guess, guess which mug has to edit it. Yeah, yeah. Just done a quick bit of measuring. Okay, so a ruler, we just confirmed, is longer than the spaghetti. Okay, that's well, what I'm I said, out. right? Spaghetti. Yeah, you, you did. did. You did. Oh, I'm pretty excited about Spaghetti, this. just good, for good the... Job. Good job, I'm not playing. <laughs> spaghetti looks like it's about 27 centimetres, 26, 27 centimetres, a ruler, of course. 30 centimetres. Go through them again. I've gone for flaccid penis first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Panda's tail. Yeah. Then I went spaghetti, spaghetti. ruler, yeah. cat's tail. I would throw in, in between... <laughs> The, the panda's tail and the spaghetti and erect penis. That's where mine was. Mine James was erect. Claiming, That's right. claiming an yeah. unplanned, impromptu, self-anointed bonus point there. Bonus point. Bonus point. <laughs> Gets get six points. Five for getting them all in the right order. Plus the bonus, the bonus oh, points. Wow. Six oh, points. Wow. 
But you see, wow. the, penis the answer is flaccid right. penis. Isn't well, it interesting though? You didn't though? say flaccid. What? You I thought the flaccid, flaccid penis just. I, I instantly, when you said penis, I instantly thought flaccid. Sean instantly <laughs> thought of it. I don't think I've ever seen a flaccid one. Exactly, there you go. I mean, that, you no. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a flaccid one. You must be uh, somebody's got to be pretty hot never to have Sorry. seen a flaccid penis. Yeah. Well, I'm so hot I've never seen a flaccid one. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is okay. Absolutely right. Six points. What's the scores now, Barry? Uh, That's giving you a lead. It's Sean's on two points and James is in the lead with six. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well done, love. You know that your length. Some, that was some round. I mean, that was, that yeah. was <laughs> some round. I mean, I don't think we need any. I don't think we need any more questions. We just needs one for closure. <laughs> Why are they called a giant panda? Fingers on buzzers. It's a rapid fire, buzz. quick fire question, quick fire buzz. round. James. Buzz. buzz. The biggest panda on the on the on the face of the planet. That will do. Is distinguish it from the other kind of panda, which is a red panda. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I've seen them yeah. in, on the Isle of Wight. No, you, oh yeah. Are you out? Amazon World. Amazon World <laughs> in the Isle of Wight. On the Isle of Wight. Yeah, yeah. What? They've got red pa- they've got red pandas. They're oh, really Amazon! Cute. Sorry, I was thinking of Amazon. I thought there was an Amazon world where you could just see exhausted delivery drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Turn up with anything. in bottles. <laughs> but the but the best animal there that I I, I fell in love with was uh, is now my favourite animal is an ocelot. Oh my god, Barry. This, ha- so, how, how old? Uh, are you? Just checking. How old? Are you? How old are you, yeah. Barry? I'm 47. Yeah. And you've got a favourite animal, animal in it, Chase? I was about to ask the exact same thing. Oh, that's the cutest thing I've ever heard, Barry. It's Barry's favourite food, macaroni cheese, isn't it, Barry? <laughs> Fish fingers. No, burgers. <laughs> burgers, yeah. Barry hasn't changed much since he was a kid. Sean, you have been I know. clobbered. I know. In Panda Quiz by Mr. James Atkinson. Seven points to three with Barry on a bracketed one. 1 size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Right. Love it. This one's a very quick story. It's just a picture, really. Mm. Uh-huh. I mean, it works well on a podcast. <laughs> well, we can describe the picture, Barry. It'll be fine. You know, there's always stories in the paper about badly designed flats, badly designed mm. houses, yeah. DIY fails, that kind of thing. This is, is this the worst example of a badly designed? What is it? Oh, they, they put like the toilet in the floor. So there's a kitchen and then a toilet in the kitchen 
but the bowl of the toilet is, is like on the floor? one of the floor tiles. It's one. Have you ever been to a French campsite or a French no. public toilet? That is a French public toilet. So you stand above it. Yeah. There's a hole in the floor. There's a little area for you to put your feet either side, and then you squat above it or or pee into it. That is in the kitchen. That's illegal, isn't it? For people um, to you reckon? Yeah. I How think... many years do you get for that? <laughs> I think it's illegal for builders to build that. Because apparently you have to have a room between the toilet oh, yeah. and the Oh, yeah, kitchen. building regs. This building definitely regs. doesn't pass building regs, Sean, <laughs> if that's what you mean. Yeah, that's what I mean. I think you have to have two closing doors between <laughs> yeah. that that's and the... Why... I mean, this is in the kitchen next when to the hobs. When Rod built a toilet in the... What? Do you remember the dining area in your old house in Cardiff? And there was a toilet right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is my house, by the way. I just thought... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you had to put. They had to put plywood in between where people ate and where people went after they ate. That was a, that was all right. I think it was a toilet in it the kitchen. Yeah, but it had a door into it. So, but if you were having a, in the floor. if you're having an evening meal or a dinner party and someone went, "Where's the toilet?" and you just went literally there. <laughs> so they had to go in and just sit there. Yeah, it was, it was noisy in a dinner party. It was. It was quite. Yeah. Noisy. You had to turn up the old music. <laughs> you probably. <laughs> Horrific. <laughs> 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 You'd have to shout to Barry what's his favourite animal over the noise of the toilet. The <laughs> he was already talking about that at the party. Yeah. Come on, he knows how to keep the dinner party combo Sorry to going. Sorry, you, Barry. Where's the toilet? <laughs> In recent years, it's been the ossel. <laughs> talking of things like that, that takes me in nicely. What a segue! We've just started a new feature on this uh, podcast called the Hotel. Sean and I, a few years ago, an early flight, like I can't remember, six a.m. or so. We had to, so Sean booked us into a hotel near the airport. We went to the pub, and whether we just had too much to drink or I can't remember, but we ended up not we didn't go, go to not the going to the hotel. Just think, and we spent like the next. <laughs> it can't be in closing time because we were the next there for the next three hours, just <laughs> crying, laughing at this hotel that we're supposed to be in that night. And I've started yeah. reading reviews from it verbatim. It is called The Hotel. Avoid at all costs, this one's heading. <laughs> Booked at a bargain rate of £54, including eight days car hire for a night before our flight. Right. I don't think I've ever wished more not to budget on a hotel. The beds, if you can call them that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like torture. I'm pretty sure we'd have had a better night's sleep in the car. We got a great parking spot after a lot of faffing and we were advised by the staff not to leave (laughs) to avoid losing it. (laughs) So instead of venturing out for some food, we opted for the hotel burger. What a load of rubbish. I wouldn't even feed that to my neighbour's dog. (laughs) Half the plug sockets don't work, so forget about charging your devices before the flight. And I'm still yet to find a mirror. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that sounds like they've written that while in the room <laughs> it does doesn't it <laughs> next door seemed to have a good night I mean I should say James that there's just review after review after review after page after page oh, thousands we were, thousands of these reviews we were trying to make ourselves feel less losery by not go. you know what I mean by missing uh, uh, it yeah. <laughs> next door seemed to have a good night though because the wall was rattling for a short while great 
Who's having sex there? A good night. A couple short... of pandas being put in non, uh, non-ideal conditions. Let's get them in the worst pandas. hotel room we can possibly find and maybe they'll shag. <laughs> pandas go, these beds are like torture. <laughs> I'm feeling quite horny now. One of the reviews on there is by the pandas being like, everything in this room was shit. And thanks to you, you've saved our species. <laughs> This person says, I read the reviews and I thought, well, it's just one night. How bad can it be? It was worse. (laughs) Panda shagging. If you do book this hotel, book it for the parking and then get a taxi to somewhere better. (laughs) Oh, my God. Right. Is it another quick one? Uh, We booked two rooms at the hotel to stay after a nearby wedding. As the wedding was starting earlier in the day before check-in time, I tried to ring the hotel several times to inquire about being able to check in early. There was no answer on the first three times I rang on different days. So then I rang such and such hotels who own this hotel a few days before. And they advised me to ring the hotel on the morning of the booking to check about early check-in, as they would not know before this. On the day of the booking, we went to the hotel earlier in the day. There were no staff available to check in, and the hotel was clearly not open to the public. (laughs) The security guards (laughs) were not able to give clear answers about what was going on. We only found out that the hotel was shut and all bookings had been transferred to another hotel 15 miles away by speaking to two members of the gardening staff. (laughs) (laughs) It's just chaos. The hotel we were transferred to was too far away. Oh, dear. How are they gardening staff and security? I know. If they're so shit, why have they got bouncers? They must have bouncers just to stop the guests attacking the staff. What what staff? (laughs) There's no staff there. (laughs) I'm still yet to find a mirror. Is it still open? Uh, Yeah. I would go there. I would go there for one night as a dare. Well, we should all the go there if you have one to. Don't you? <laughs> I think we eventually do. We've only this is only the second. You want to do one of the podcast episodes live from the? Oh hotel. my god, that would be amazing. On their Wi-Fi. Right, on their it? Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah, on their Wi-Fi. So good luck. <laughs> Quick story here about vending machines. Sausage vending machines are booming in Germany. Have you been to Germany? I've been to Germany for so long. Yeah, yeah, I've been. Yeah, love it. Where Where did you go? Lahnstein, which is twinned with Kettering, with my hometown, <laughs> went there uh, when I was um, a teenager and also went there a few years ago with some friends to film a, a YouTube series there called Sweet Home Lahnstein Oringa. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like? Can you give too uh, much, don't give pre- too much away. Pretty, pretty uh, quiet, but uh, I had a great time. You know, we, we visited like a commune there who don't like to be called a cult, but we visit, visited them and did some blindfolded dancing, which was to bring us closer together as a unit. <laughs> Ate loads of sausages, drank loads of beer. I'm always, the... I'm always curious with twinnings that of why yeah. one place is twinned with another. Could you see why it was twinned with your beloved hometown of Kettering? Neither town has loads going on, but... Um, <laughs> that, that, Definitely Lahnstein has more going on. It's got a massive river, the River Rhine and the River Lahn, that meet meet together. Both of them have a carnival. Um, really? And I've been to the Kettering Carnival, obviously, as a kid, and then got to go to the Lahnstein Carnival a few years ago. But it was absolutely tipping it down with rain and quite miserable. And that did feel like I was in Kettering. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Germans, it says. Yeah. Would you go for a sausage from a vending machine? No. 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 No way. No. I, I, you know, we, we are very lucky to live in times where you can buy sausages elsewhere. <laughs> and um, I would probably prefer no, one of those. Okay, but what about this scenario? Let me paint you a picture. You're a hungry German craving a sausage. 
in the dead of night, it says. They're increasingly turning to vending machines for their bratwurst, bockwurst and barbecue meats. Ah, is it starting to sound more appealing now? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it says, especially in structurally weak rural areas, <laughs> vending machine solutions are becoming increasingly popular, says an industry spokesperson, Heike Richter. Was a strong development towards the vending machine, which used to deliver meat, milk, eggs, and other products to customers outside of core opening times. <laughs> customers are these buy... cooked and hot. I don't know. Looking at the pictures, no. Looking at the pictures, what, they're, raw in, they're sausage? in sort of raw or cold. No, not raw. They're they're, they're like almost like a salami, oh, sausage, like a chorizo, like a cure, like a cook cured oh, well, or whatever it is or whatever you. Yeah, well, actually, probably more like a frankfurter. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> So what are they, Barry? What type of vending machines are? What type of sausages are they? Like a Frankfurt? You mean the ones in the tin? There's a there's a mix of versts on there, um, but they're 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 in the, that sort of that vacuum packed plastic, you know that they. Uh, so, but are you meant to eat them uh, there and then? Are they are they like a a takeaway eat now consumable, or are they you're doing all your shopping here because you're working shifts and there's no shop around and you haven't got time to go to a shop? I mean, it's hard to tell from the picture. <laughs> well, you're, you're not doing a full shop, a full weekly shop at a vending machine, are you? Apparently, it sounds like nah, it. Eggs, milk, butter, grim. cream, brockwurst, bockwurst. How do the eggs drop what? down? Huh? How things, are they all dropping down like a normal vending machine? Like a single <laughs> egg just smashing on the bottom yeah. of a vending machine and then a bottle of milk. I mean, oh, no. Let's go for another egg. Another 50p in. <laughs> Smash, crack. Oh, for fuck's sake. Let's go for another one. <laughs> Japan, no, is, Japan is usually more associated with... Uh, the, the yeah, but that's disgusting with Japan yeah. having vending machines. Have, have you been to Japan and had a look at a vending machine? No, but I just heard, obviously. I, I, <laughs> I, I wanted to go to Japan and everyone was like, have vending machines there, women's pants in them, women's, use women's pants. Yeah. They don't have... Yeah, yeah they do, like they school... Do. They do. I've yeah. heard of, I've heard of uh, mail order online, uh, women's use panties. Yeah, you but can. But not... Yeah. Uh, not not in a vending machine. Yeah. No. In this yeah, Taskmaster used the word panties and everyone was absolutely <laughs> disgusted by it. But here you are, still still using it now. I opted for pants. It's Gone a horrible straight word. Into panties. It is a horrible word. Panties. panties. Listen, horrible. listen. Absolutely horrible. Listen, if you are looking for a word, right, to, to match with the, the, the idea of vending machines selling used women's underwear, then there is no better word to, than panties for that. That's, that, is the word, that is the word you need in that context. That's true. Underwear doesn't cut it. Pants, sorry, no. Those are used women's panties. Ka-ching, pound in, slot, you. That, panties is the only word that will do there. In Orange is the New Black, there's yeah, a storyline where, Black, have you seen it? Where yeah, they yeah. provide the dirty panties. Well, somebody's got to provide that. I know, but it's good money. They're not going to dirty themselves, those panties. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's a good, uh, easy job, isn't it? It is a good, easy if you job. Can find Why it? don't we flog your used panties online? Do it. In a vending machine. Yeah. We can put it outside the house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know anybody who's ever bought a pair? Do we know anyone, Barry? Who did myth that? No. Why are you asking me? No. <laughs> Surely. Just in your what compa- your mates? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even out of curiosity, has nobody bought one? Lloyd? I don't know. Lloyd's Lloyd, yeah. Lloyd, Lloyd, Lloyd probably out. Lloyd goes to Japan a lot. Lloyd. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's into those grabbing machines in the <gasps> fairground. Yeah. yeah, he does. He, 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 he loves those. Machine. It's only one step from them to buying used panties <laughs> in a vending machine. Absolutely. I went on holiday with Lloyd once. You did, didn't you, to New York? What weird stuff did he do, Jack? Mainly, he would he would find uh, somewhere that he thought looked quite nice and picturesque, and he would ask one of us uh, if we thought that would make a good photo. 
And if we said yes, he would ask us to take a photo. <laughs> He'd always ask. Oh, that's so sweet. Like, yeah. But he has to have a second <laughs> opinion. Is this a good, is, is the Statue of Liberty a good photo? Or not? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Can you take a photo, please? Can you take what a photo? Do you, <laughs> do you think I should um, get my photo to do it? <laughs> <laughs> what hey, what was the story to? you got caught over I, I can remember stuck, hang on a minute hang on a minute because I'm trying to make sense of this how did you get stuck over there in pre-pandemic days when nothing went wrong yeah there was a snow cyclone <gasps> uh, and so we, we had to extend the holiday by five days um, and normally any other time of year that's not a news story but in early January when there's just <laughs> nothing happening you'd be surprised how many like online newspapers are going like right what are comedians tweeting we'll make a story out of that <laughs> and some comics thought that we had uh, we had kind of staged the whole thing as some we got some PR to, no. to give ourselves like the, a good start to the year <laughs> and that we had we, we, we made the whole thing did I do something on, he was on, the on news. Sky News or something? Him and John. He, he oh, some... Go on. Yeah. So Sky News wanted to interview us about it. And me and Ed were already going to go to a matinee metal gig. So we weren't <laughs> going to be in for the, uh, the, the interview. So it's you, Ed Gamble, Lloyd Langford Gamble, and John Robbins. And John Robbins. So Lloyd found, he went through the drawers in our Airbnb and found a chain <laughs> That had um, a massive like medallion on the bottom of it that said USA in the in the colours of the of the American flag. And he was like, "That'll be funny if I wear that." Oh my god! But he didn't like line it up with the with no. the camera. So like the chain, so the, the medallion's out of shot. So it's just a, yeah, big, it's chain. Just a big chain. Right. So it just looks like he's wearing a chain. And also because they've got uh, Sky News on, so they can see themselves live. And what Lloyd's doing for the whole interview is just reading all the words that are scrolling along the bottom of the screen on Sky News. So you can just see him looking like a confused giant baby just just for the whole thing. Like he's the mayor of Tortola. To- <laughs> yeah. Why, when you've got Sky News, when you need a talker for the news on live news, yeah. why would you put the monosyllabic Lloyd Langford up? Why would you put funny, him up? It, it was funny. He, he did an interview with uh, Radio 4 as well or something, and they had to, they had to tell him to please... Please take the interview seriously and stop giving <laughs> stupid answers. Um, he was just trying to amuse himself all the time. Just to finish off, you've got some tweets on, um, on what are they on? Vending machines? Uh, yeah, well, we've got one from uh, one. John, John <laughs> we've Hopkins. Got a we've got one tweet. An unknown colleague in the late 90s sellotaped this note to our works vending machine. Dear vending machine man, if you do not restock this machine with scampy fries, I will systematically let all the tyres down on your van. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Systematically? Yeah. That's the only way you can do it, unless there's more than one of you, really, isn't it? And even then you could have yeah. a system, but you, could, you have to do it systematically. I don't, I, why he's, I don't know why he's added that word there, really. <laughs> Any other tweets? Uh, there's one Vending more. machines? Hang on. Years ago at Malaga Airport, I bought a can Who's of Coke. Who's this from? Who's it from? This is from Bendo with Endo. At Bendo with Endo. Oh, ben, Bendo with endometriosis? Yeah, well, Endo. <laughs> Years ago at Malaga... Cheery, uh, cheery moniker. Years ago at Malaga Airport, I bought a can of Coke from a machine and it came out with a huge angry cockroach on it. <laughs> it a rhinoceros people. It hissed at me. It hissed at me and I squealed and threw the can down on the floor. It then exploded and sprayed everyone by the luggage carousel with warm coke. 
A cockroach. Yeah. Oh, cockroach. You are on. Tim Vine's in the building. Tim Vine is. <laughs> you're on fire today. I mean, not literally. Don't panic. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> hasn't Listen. Um, lovely talking to you, James. Oh, I've got. To, we've got to decide which of those. Uh, yeah, decide. Let's go through the fucking format. Hang on. Is it which one's the least rubbish news story? No, the most. Which rubbish. one's the, the most? most yeah, broadly, frothiest. which one has wasted? Which one has wasted your time? Uh, well, I think the panda hole. one genuinely interesting. I'll probably regurgitate that as uh, knowledge stuff yeah. uh, in the future. <laughs> knowledge <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> Even I don't know because that's the thing. I will probably talk about the vending machines to people. I do think it's interesting, even though I think it's stupid. <laughs> Um, I, I don't think so it's. Really, I don't think it's stupid. I think it's a really sensible idea for okay, structurally yeah. weak, well, structurally again, weak no, areas. I don't want to like hark back to task, Taskmaster <laughs> too much, but I, I, I had to do some group tasks with you, and I would say your version of a good idea uh, isn't. It's not the the universal standard. Let's put it that way. It's <laughs> subpar. Um, listen, James, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Um, so Thank you for having me. So did we decide, did we decide froth of the oh, week? The was toilet, be? toilet in the, in the floor. Yeah. yeah, toilet in the floor. Flat with the toilet in the floor is the winner. Congratulations. Thank you very much for joining us. James A. Caster, Barry Castagnola, Sean Harris. This Thank has been you the so froth. much, love. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can find us at the Froth Podcast and our YouTube channel where you'll get extra froth content. Don't forget to like and subscribe and rate us at five stars and spread the word if you enjoyed it. This podcast was a Thun Bobble Vision production produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.